Are you interested in music, movies, concert reviews, movie reviews, and travels from the young millennial perspective? Well, check out my As I Amber blog at www.asiamber.com where I Amber blog about various subjects. Let me know what you think in the comments and check it out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the As I Amber podcast. As you know, my name is Amber, and I love pop culture, music, and traveling. So on today's episode, I wanted to give you all some travel tips as well as concert ticket tips. So let's jump in and get started. Well, I want you all to know that my first time traveling overseas was when I was a senior in college at the Fort Valley State University in Fort Valley, Georgia. Shout out to all the HBCU graduates. Anywho, it was my first time traveling overseas through a study abroad program and I went to Italy and I had to do some like schoolwork with that trip. So take pictures, document my time there, write on the university's blog. And it was just an eye-opening, life-changing experience. And it's nothing like traveling. Once you travel and you see how other people live, how other cultures do things, it just opens your eyes to so much more in the world. So I always recommend people to travel. It all go everywhere as much as you can. So as also, also while I was a student at Fort Valley State University, I traveled to New York with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund Leadership Program. And it was their conference that was in New York in 2012. We went to New York for free. Every student was interviewed and that's how you were selected through a process of elimination. And it was an opportunity for you to network with different people in your field of interest and whatever you majored in. So I majored in communications. So I networked and talked to people that were in my field and it was just a great experience. But the downside to it was it was during the 2012 Hurricane Sandy, right in the middle of Times Square. It was just so much going on, but I had a great time. I'll never forget those memories of traveling. So I wanted to give you all some travel tips, especially for you all that are college students, whether you are working, whether you um, have roommates, whether you live at home, whether you're a working adult, there's so many travel tips that can make travel affordable. Everyone talks about or shows their pictures on Instagram of them traveling somewhere, but no one really discusses the process of how much this is or what are cheaper alternatives to traveling. And I wanted to share those things with you all today. So number one, I would say before anything else, if you want to travel internationally, or even if you want to travel locally, I don't know how the government's going to change rules in the future, but look up how to get a passport. Most of the time, you can sign up for a passport by going to your local post office and filling out all the information um, that they require and sending off for it. And it's about $110, $115, but it lasts you for 10 years. And with the passport, you need a passport to go to other countries. And some countries require visa. So you have to, you need to look up whatever tra- country you're traveling to, to determine, hey, I might need a visa to go to this country. Um, Another thing I would say before you go traveling, look at that country's culture, customs, 
customs, their laws, their rules. Because even in the United States, what someone can do in California, that might be illegal in Georgia. Same thing if you do something in Georgia, it might be legal in Amsterdam. So you want to look at all the things or variables of what country you want to go to. And also look at how people that are in your age bracket or how people that look like you, how are they treated? Google things. Ask people that you know who've been to these countries how their experiences were. And just research. Um, a second thing that I want to get into is um, learning to have an open mind when you travel whether it's you go to new orleans whether you go to san francisco whether you go to abu dhabi where regardless of where you go have an open mind and be open to new experiences like i know i went to paris france a few years ago with a travel group and by the way that name of that travel group is ef ultimate break and they specialize in travel between the ages of 18 and 28 and I think they might change their age, but it's specifically for young millennials traveling and you pay monthly installments and meet different people and you go as a group and you have a tour guide. It's really cool and it's really fun. But back to having an open mind, you wouldn't want to get on an airplane and travel eight to nine hours just to go eat at McDonald's in Paris. That's your prerogative if you want to, but be open to trying new foods and new experiences. Sometimes traveling is a once in a lifetime opportunity and life is not promised. You never know when it could be your last time going somewhere and you just want to be open to new experiences and things. So um, after having an open mind and getting a passport, I would say, um, hold off on your social media posts. This is due to safety. You don't want to tell everyone, hey, I'm out of the country and get robbed. Or, you know, you just want to be cautious of when you post and what you post. And I would recommend posting when you come back or when you're already in, in the United States or back wherever you came from so that people won't, you know, take advantage of you not being in your home or you just want to be safe, especially if you're a female traveling by yourself. You can text your family and friends where you are, but to put it on social media that, hey, I'm here alone, like that's some things are not really safe or smart to do. Um, another thing that I would say is check your bank and call your cell phone company. Let them know that you'll be traveling internationally or domestically if you're going to another state or another city or another country. Just let them know like, hey, I'll be gone so they don't put a freeze on your account and that you don't get roaming charges with the cell phone companies. There's also different apps you can download. I'm pretty sure you can Google them where you can keep in touch with family and friends without using your data plan and email using the free Wi-Fi, utilizing those things or creating an international um, cell phone plan so that you can speak to your loved ones, family, and friends when you're not in the United States. Also, if you're going to another country and you're concerned about money, make sure that you have at least two debit cards or credit cards on you just in case one is stolen. You also want to um, you can order money. I know they have a customs exchange in the airport and at certain places, but sometimes they charge a higher fee. So you can go to your local bank and say, okay, I need pounds because I'm going to London and they can order you 
the London, uh, the currency of whatever country you're going to and ship it to you in the United States. So that's what I did when I went to London. I um, went with the travel group as well. And we went to London and Paris for about six days. Both countries, we split it up three days in London, three days in Paris. And I ordered money because London uses pounds and France uses euros. So I wanted to make sure I had a proper amount of money. And if you need some more money, you can use your debit card and ATM machines that are legit and get some more money. But this is if you didn't feel comfortable doing so. Another tip that I would have for you is to get an adapter because in other countries, the um, voltage and the electric inputs are different shapes and they have different wattage sizes. And you don't want to burn up your electronics or your hair dryer, things like that. So get an adapter. They're like 10 bucks at Target and Walmart and other places. Um, I would also say make sure you get the proper shots and vaccines for whatever country you're going to. I know this is a controversial topic right now because some people don't believe in getting certain vaccines. But if you care about your health and affecting other people, please get your proper vaccines for whatever country you're going to. Some countries, you need to have it because there's a higher risk of certain illnesses. And you just want to be healthy and smart about that. Um, another thing that I would say is make sure you know where the U.S. Embassy is, if you're, especially if you're out of the country, because you never know when an international emergency could happen, not to frighten you or scare you, but just to be informed and always have an emergency contact, whether you're traveling in the United States or outside of the United States, there needs to be someone that you trust or care about who cares about your well-being. Let them know, hey, I'm going to be here at this hotel for about three or four days if you don't hear from me you know something's wrong just let people that you care about know where you're where you are you don't have to tell social media but tell people that care about you and your well-being Another thing, I have never stayed in an Airbnb outside of the United States, so I can't speak on that, but I have used Airbnb in California, and I've had good experiences as a female solo traveler sometimes. Um, you're more vulnerable and susceptible to certain things, and I would say research, research, research wherever you're staying. And I stayed at an Airbnb one time, and it had security, so there was like a front desk and there was a security guard it was like a apartment loft and I felt really protected and safe and that's one of the things you want to always consider your safety I know some things sound like a bargain but think about a I know hotels cost more sometimes but sometimes you get what you pay for so whether you feel comfortable staying in an Airbnb or a hotel make sure that it's legit make sure that they have security cameras make sure that you are safe um Another thing is when looking for traveling opportunities, always go on Google and look at their flights. Just type in google.com and type in, let's say you wanna go to Miami um, March 1st through the 3rd and look up flights and see how much they are. Usually flights are much cheaper. The earlier you book, the cheaper the flight. And sometimes if you have a certain credit card 
or if you have certain sky miles with an airline, you can get certain discounts and a certain time of year. An additional thing about the certain time of year that you go somewhere, if you know everyone's gonna go to New York for 4th of July, or everyone's gonna be in Essence Fest in New Orleans for the 4th of July weekend, you wanna make sure that you book your flight earlier in the year, because the longer you wait, the closer it gets to the date, the higher the price is going to go up. I've saved at least $400 to $300 by booking flights that are earlier in the year. As City Girl said, get flued out. No, I'm just joking. But um, anyhow, when you're booking flights, make sure that you might want to fly into an airport that is closer or more farther away, depending on, let's say you're going to New York and there's JFK and there's LaGuardia. Well, one airport might be cheaper to fly into than the other one. Depending on your preference, your time that you have, your budget, think about those things. Or flying into another airport might be cheaper than $100 less or $100 more, depending on the day, the time, the event, everything that's going on in the city. Another thing that I want to talk about is TSA PreCheck. Now, I travel a lot, but I haven't gotten TSA PreCheck yet. And what that is, if you don't know, TSA PreCheck is like a but it's like a pass. So when you're in the airport and you see all these people in the TSA line, you can bypass all that. It's like you get to cut people in line and you have to fill out an application, of course, and you pay about $85 and it lasts you a certain amount of time, but it's just really convenient for those people that travel frequently and don't feel like standing in the line. Also, um, let's see, you know the laws and the culture, be careful with social media, your passport, U.S. Embassy. What else did I talk about? Um, oh, one of my favorite persons on social media to follow, she has awesome travel tips, is Onika the Traveler. She was a teacher in other countries, and that's how she started traveling and working. And she's now a full-time traveler that's been to over 50 different countries. She's pretty cool on social media, and I love following her because she's so full of positivity, and she's always giving tips and great advice. Um, another thing that I would say it's travel off season or on less expensive days. So like I said before, if somewhere is really crowded in the summertime, try going in winter. Try looking at your work schedule and see what days are compatible for you. If you only get a certain amount of vacation days, look at that calendar. Look at maybe I should leave on a Friday. Maybe I should leave on a Sunday. Maybe I should leave in the middle of the week. You have to do what's best for your budget because everyone's money is different. Also, I want to give you some concert tips. So I've been to four different countries, which has been Italy, France, England, and Greece. And I've been to multiple concerts. As you know, my fave is Beyonce. I'm part of the Beehive. And I like Janet Jackson. I've been to her concert too. I've seen Kendrick, Drake, J. Cole, 2 Chains, T.I., 
Jasmine Sullivan, Nas, Miguel, her, Monica, a lot of people because I love music. And I would say with concerts, the best thing about it is to go to that artist's website or follow them on social media and sign up for the fan club newsletters because sometimes the artist fan club, they get pre-sale codes, which is an access code for you to get tickets before the public does. So let's say Beyonce's Beehive pre-sale code goes out to all her fans who signed up for her newsletter on her fan club website. So if her concert tickets go on sale Friday, you get access to them on Thursday before everyone else. Also, certain credit cards, debit cards, have pre-sale codes as well. So if an artist partnered with Chase Bank or another artist partnered with American Express and they use that particular credit card to purchase their tickets, sometimes it's a discounted price, sometimes it's preferred seating. So research those things of which credit cards give you entertainment points and what you can pay off and what you can get for bang for your buck like think about those things when you want to go to a concert another thing is most of the time tickets are sold through Ticketmaster and I've had good and bad experiences with that particular company I would say the good part about it is if their app or their um website keeps shutting down or refreshing and it doesn't work for you you can always call and order your tickets over the phone sounds old school but I was able to get floor seats to a Beyonce concert because I ordered over the phone instead of going to the website where everybody was on at the same time getting shut down and everything so other than that um I say live your life for you make sure that you have fun sometimes it's you can't wait for everyone to do something if you want to go somewhere if you want to go to a concert if you want to go to an event and all your friends can't go because they don't like that artist or they don't have the money to I would say still go because you never know you can meet other friends you can have the best time of your life as well as plan things so that your friends and you can save up money to go to different places so that's about it on the travel tips and the concert tips um that's about it. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at As I Amber, as well as look at my travel pictures on Instagram at As I Amber. That's A S I A M B E R. Thank you and have a great day.